It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. Hey guys, welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Troy Halliburton, and today I'm going to have uh, a little discussion about the Wizards uh, making some roster moves today. Um, they, they added two players and cut three players, um, but I'm going to break down uh, what this all means for the Wizards and for the, the final roster construction uh, for the team uh, heading into next week's regular season opener. Um, next Wednesday, the 23rd, against the Dallas Mavericks. All right, so let's first get into uh, who the Wizards uh, that were let go. Um, the Wizards ended up cutting Phil Booth, uh, who was signed to an Exhibit 10 contract, which means um, basically the Exhibit 10 contract is a, a, it's a, it's a newer contract that gives uh, the NBA teams the, the rights to – give uh, training camp invitees um, bonus money in order for them to play for the team's G League affiliate. So in order for a team to do an Exhibit 10 contract, they have to have a G League affiliate. And so the Wizards, this is something that they were just able to do as last year they just got their G League affiliate, the Capital City Go-Go. And so uh, Phil Booth, uh, the way the Exhibit 10 works uh, – you can you can sign for and get a bonus for up to fifty thousand dollars for signing an Exhibit Ten contract, and the, in order for you to get that money, you have to play for the team's G League team. So Phil Booth and his agent probably negotiated uh, some sort of a bonus. Uh, you know, all the players aren't guaranteed to get the whole fifty thousand. You know, some agents may only negotiate twenty thousand or you know, 35,000 or whatever the number may be that the team and the agents negotiate. And so that number will be a bonus, but that the player can't get that bonus money until they sign with the team's G League affiliate. And so I think that that, that was obviously the plan for the whole time for Phil Booth. Um, you know, he, he, he's a guy, he's a, a you know, semi-local product. He's from Baltimore. Um, 
he ended up going to Villanova and 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 starring there for uh, four seasons. And you know, he he's a two time national uh, champion. He's a winner, and I think that you know the Wizards uh, were impressed by him of being a good high character player, and so they're very much interested and bringing him into the organization and hopefully being able to develop him uh, as some sort of, you know, combination guard going forward. And so the other two uh, releases by the Wizards, they, they, they released uh, Jamario Jones, who came over in the trade from the Los Angeles Lakers with uh, Mo Wagner and Isaac Bonga. And so, you know, he, he was essentially, uh, you know, a, a, an additional uh, I, I, I don't want to say a throw in to that deal because, you know, first of all, the Wizards were doing the Lakers a favor by taking on that extra salary, you know, in compensation for a second round pick so that the Lakers could facilitate the Anthony Davis trade. But I think that it, it's fair to say that the two players that the Wizards were most interested in in getting uh, as a part of that deal were Mo Wagner and Isaac Bonga. Now, Wagner, uh, the Wizards scouted very heavily in the 2018 draft. They brought him in for multiple workouts. So you you knew that that was a player that they were very much intrigued by and was probably, if they they had to do the deal and they only got back uh, Wagner in that deal, they'd probably do it because that's just how much they coveted him as a prospect. But when, uh, you know, when, when the Lakers are adding in Isaac Bonga, you know, then the Wizards had to jump at that opportunity. And, and even though Bonga has been hurt for a good portion of uh, training camp, he hasn't really had the opportunity to, you know, really play a lot in, uh, in training camp and in the preseason. Um, I mean, there, there's just a couple of intangibles that, uh, that, that, that pretty much led to Isaac Bonga making the roster. Um, the first of which I believe is the fact that he's only 19 years old. And so, yeah, I mean, we're talking about a guy who was born in 1999. He's 19 years old and won't turn 20, you know, uh, until the season starts I mean, or he'll turn 20 during the season. So when you have a player who's that young and then he's he's also 6'8 with a, with a long wingspan and, and you know, he, he's an athletic uh, player. Uh, he's a very intriguing player. Uh, uh, prospect from a physical standpoint and an age standpoint, I mean, you just don't really get that many guys who are six, eight wing players who can handle the ball like he can. And, you know, at, at only being 19 years old. So, you know, I think there were, there were a few uh, wizards uh, pundits out there who, who thought that Bonga could be at risk of being one of the players cut. And I just really never saw that as a possibility. It just didn't really make any sense at all for a team who has as little assets as they do to cut a 19-year-old 6A ball-handling wing player. Like, that just – that doesn't make any sense at all. You know, and then not not to mention the fact that he was on a guaranteed contract. So it's like the, the, the team's not going to just eat money to, 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 you know, cut a guy who, you know, potentially could be a, a lottery ticket player, uh, you know, uh, going into the future. And so the third player who the Wizards uh, released today, I believe, is the is the player that uh, you know Wizards Twitter was up in arms the most about, and that was uh, DMV native Justin Anderson. And now, uh, you know, th- th- there were some things that came out uh, the other day. Uh, I believe it was, it was a Bullets Forever article 
where uh, I'm not familiar who, who the, the writer's name, but basically he uh, wrote and said that, you know, Justin Anderson could potentially be, you know, a, a contributor for the Wizards during the regular season. And, you know, my initial reaction to that article was, really, uh, I, I didn't know that Justin Anderson was even guaranteed to make the team, let alone, you know, uh, be able to be a contributor to the team for the season. And I think that sometimes we, we, we like to jump uh, ahead of the gun in, in a lot of situations. And, you know, a player has – Justin Anderson hits a couple threes in a preseason game. And, you know, a, a Wizards fans begin to go wild a little bit as far as thinking, you know, what he could potentially be doing for the team. And, you know, I, I like Justin Anderson as a prospect. I liked him a lot coming out of Montrose Christian High School. I liked him a little bit less uh, when he was coming out as a player from uh, University of Virginia. And, you know, I, I think that I, I've started to uh, – my, my – uh, appreciation for his game has depreciated uh, as the years have gone along. And, you know, a shout out to Kevin Broom, who who said that, you know, Justin Anderson technically has been a replacement level player um, for and for the four years of his NBA career. I mean, he's also played on four different teams in four different seasons. And so when you look at that, you look at a guy who who really has a hard time carving out a role as a basketball player, you know, Justin Anderson, he's one of those guys when, you know, you, you step off the team bus and, you know, Justin Anderson steps off the bus. You thinking like, man, this dude must be LeBron James because I mean, physically he looks like that. Like he, you know, he, he's, he's six, seven, you know, he, he's uh, he has a very muscular build. Um, he, he just looks like a, a professional basketball player, but I don't think that, um, you know, his game really translates to uh, what he looks like as a, as a physical prospect. And so, you know, Justin Anderson, uh, um, you know, he, he, he played decently in the Wizards preseason games. But I, I had a chance to go to a lot of the Wizards practices throughout training camp. And, you know, I, I'll say that I, didn't, I was never really impressed with uh, watching Justin Anderson play. You know, they, they do a lot of team drills and they do – a lot of four on four and five on five game action. I mean, and I promise you, when the ball was going to Justin Anderson uh, for for him to you know take a corner three or or or, or uh, you know a, a sideline three or top of the key three, I mean, he was pretty much missing at a at a rate that was not conducive to to him, you know, showing that he he was going to be able to make this roster. And so there's a lot more that goes into the decision-making process than, you know, just a guy coming out and, and you know, hitting four or five threes in, in games against, you know, uh, third-string players for Milwaukee and New York and, and against, you know, the Guangzhou Long Lions. You know, that, that's a different level of competition than what he would see uh, during the regular season. And I thought that there was a chance that, Anderson could potentially make the roster, seeing as how he played a position of need uh, for the Wizards. Uh, you know, the Wizards right now are down two small forwards with uh, Troy Brown, uh, you know, inj- injuring uh, his, uh, his 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 leg and working out at the facility uh, in the preseason. And then you have C.J. Miles, who had a, a surgery on a uh, stress fracture in his foot that he had 
Um, he had the surgery this summer, but the, uh, the stress fracture was something that bothered him uh, all of last season. So, you know, I think that with those two guys being out, that presented an opportunity for Justin Anderson to potentially uh, make the, the, the 15 man roster. But ultimately I just don't believe um, I don't believe that Justin Anderson really proved himself enough uh, to earn that 15th roster spot. I think that honestly, if it were me, I think that Jamario Jones would have, should have had a better opportunity to make the team than, than Justin Anderson uh, because I mean, Jamario Jones was honestly the best defender on the team, and he played as such throughout all the training camp. And so we're, we're, we're looking at a guy who, you know, he, he plays defense. He was, a, a, you know, an exceptional rebounder for a, for a 6'5 guard slash small forward. And he, uh, Jamario Jones was also – I mean, he was just one of those players that if you watch him in practice, you watch him in the games – I mean, he just was always around the basketball and always seemed to be making uh, a, a co- the correct basketball play. And so, you know, when you look at him not really receiving as many minutes as, uh, you know, he possibly could have in the preseason and him not getting even an opportunity to start as small forward in any of those preseason games, I don't think he was ever really given a fair shake and an opportunity to – uh, make the Wizards roster. And, you know, who knows what the future may hold for him as far as, you know, him potentially maybe signing a two-way contract with the Wizards or, you know, whether whether he even views that as something that is viable for him. Because I do believe that Jamario Jones is a player who, if he were to play uh, in the G League this season, I think that he'd be getting called up at some point by, you know, one of the 30 NBA teams to get a 10 day contract. And, you know, um, I, I've talked about this before on Twitter, but I'll talk about this on the podcast that, you know, if I was a player like a, a Jamario Jones or a Chris Chioza or a Jordan McRae, who a player who has NBA experience and you know that you uh, have a very good chance of signing a a 10-day contract once that period opens up in January. I don't think it really makes much sense from a financial standpoint to even sign a two-way contract just because of uh, uh, how it limits how much money you can make. So really the most most amount of money that a two-way contract player can make, I believe, is up to $350,000 over the course of a season. Whereas if a player signs uh, an exhibit 10 deal and let's say, you know, let's say you get your $50,000 exhibit 10 bonus money and you sign a G League contract, but you're eligible to sign to be picked up by other NBA teams and you can sign a 10 day contract. And I believe that the, the, the 10 day contract, you can get paid, um, you know, up to, uh, uh, I believe it's, it's $150,000 for a 10 day contract. And so you can do back-to-back 10-day contracts before a team has to sign you for the rest of the season. And so you can do uh, two 10-day contracts. So essentially for 20 days worth of work through an, a 10-day con- to, through two 10-day contracts, you can make $300,000. That's the same as the entirety of a two-way contract deal. Whereas with, your, with the two-way contract, 
your your rights are now belong to the team that you signed a two-way deal. So there is no chance of getting called up to sign a 10-day contract if you signed a, 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 a two-way contract. So you know it doesn't really make sense for a guy like Jamario Jones to take a, a, a two-way contract with the with the uh, with, with the Wizards, knowing that you know there's a good chance that if he comes out and plays with the G League team, whether he plays with the Capital City Go Go or you know any of the other G League teams, you know if he comes out there and plays well and shows that he can be a defender and shoot a decent percentage from the three-point line, you know he's going to get an opportunity to sign you know, some 10-day contracts with some teams. He'll make just as much, if not more money than, you know, him being, you know, stuck on, you know, that Wizards roster uh, with the two-way deal. But, you know, it, it really it all depends on the players and the player's situation. So a guy like a Garrison Matthews, uh, you know, who comes out of a small college in Lipscomb College, you know, for him to sign a two-way deal, it's more of a of a thing of a, of being a part of an organization and being able to develop under an organization and being a, you know a part of something bigger. So for him, that makes perfect sense for him to sign that deal and to, so he can be in the Wizards organization and you know get the proper resources and 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 and, and, and nurture that a, a young player needs. When which is a different, totally different situation than a guy like Jamario Jones who you know, he's probably ready to plug and play and just really needs to find the correct opportunity. You know, I, I like Jermario Jones and I, I liked everything that he brought. And, you know, like I said, hopefully the Wizards uh, have some tricks up their sleeves where they can possibly try to bring him back. Uh, you know, even if, you know, so let's say he, he doesn't get brought in uh, by another uh, NBA team, then, you know, he, 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 he could sign a, a deal with the Capital City Go-Go you know, just, just to play with them for a little while, just to have a home. And, you know, hopefully he'll get called up at some point uh, during the season. All right, now, now that I've talked about the players who were released, let's talk about uh, the, the players who the Wizards went ahead and added. Um, they added uh, Jalen Jones, who is a forward prospect uh, out of Texas A&M. And he's bounced around uh, last year. Most recently, he was a uh, he signed a two way contract deal with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers last season, and so he spent time with the Cavaliers and with the uh, Canton Charge. Um, I think he this is a, a, a developmental uh, project, and you know he this is a guy with, with his uh, with his Exhibit Ten deal that he signed. He'll uh, pretty much he'll get a roster bonus, and then he'll go and he'll go through training camp with the Capital City Go-Go. And then the, uh, the the team finally officially announced the signing of Anzaj uh, Pesinich. He's a, a Latvian-born player. Uh, he's a He was a first-round draft pick of the Philadelphia 76ers in 2017. Uh, I believe it was the 25th overall pick. And so uh, he's 23 years old. And uh, he, he uh, the team officially just announced that he signed his Exhibit 10 deal. But, uh, I mean, he's been at the uh, training facility working out with the team. Uh, he also played on the team's summer league roster. And so uh, I believe that, you know, they, they wanted him to be on the team's uh, G League uh, team, the Capital City Go-Go. And so the, the, the assigning of the Exhibit 10 contract is a formality of, you know, him pretty much being eligible to get that roster bonus money. Now, Pesinich, uh 
you know, as a prospect, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't, I don't really see much there right now. Um, you know, he is a legit seven footer. Um, but I mean, they, I'm talking, we're talking about a guy, uh, you know, the wizards, they have practice and after their practice, he'll come out onto the floor and he'll do some training work with, uh, with, with, with uh, uh, David Atkins, who is, uh, you know, the, what, what the, the player development coach uh, with the Wizards. And so the, when, when I, I get a chance to watch uh, uh, passing this workout, and, you know, he, he starts out, he does, uh, you know, his mic and drills underneath the basket. You know, for those who don't know, the mic and drills is when you do a, a jump, left foot jump, right hand layup. Uh, you get the ball down, you keep it the ball up high in the air, and then you go right into your uh, right foot jump, left hand layup. And you do that in succession. Uh, you know, most teams have you do it, you know, 10 times in a row with each hand. And so, you know, uh, Passenich is seven feet tall, and, you know, there's nobody else on the court, and he's doing his mic and drill. And this dude, I mean, he's missing layups. Like, so, yeah, I mean, we, we, we talk about a guy who doesn't have much strength at all. And, you know, he's a former first-round draft pick, but, you know, he, he's playing one on air, working out in the facility, and he, he's still missing layups. I mean, this this is a guy who is a long ways away from, you know, being a potential uh, prospect for the Wizards. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what he can do. And, you know, and, and this, this might go into what they're trying to do as far as player development. You know, I mean, the guy is a legit seven feet tall. And so if they can develop him into being a – uh, a replacement le- uh, level big man in two or three years, then, you know, that that's something that I think is definitely worth it. And, you know, it doesn't really cost them much, you know, uh, up to $50,000 potential bonus to give him, to have him come in and, and play on the G League team and work out. You know, th- this is something that I believe is, is is a part of the plan that Tommy Shepard has uh, when it comes to trying to develop uh, younger players. But, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I see some some videos and stuff floating around about Pesinich and what he could potentially do with him being a first round draft pick. Like, I mean, this that let's just hold the horses on all of that. Like, this guy, this guy's got a long way to go before he's able to contribute on an NBA team, let alone even you know the Capital City Go Go. Like, he's not beating out Isaiah Armwood for you know center minutes on the Go Go next year. So let's just pump the brakes on that. But um. Otherwise, with the uh, with, with the Wizards, you know, there's, I, I think that we, we have to look at you know just the uh, uh, a direction that the Wizards are having, and you know, releasing Justin Anderson and Jamario Jones, and you know, it, it's important to note that that means that uh, that both Chris Chioza and Justin Robinson were safe for now, but that there is still only one roster spot there, so I do see that. You know, the team is probably going to have to come to some type of resolution as far as uh, Chioza and Justin Robinson are concerned. Um, I personally believe that Chioza has played much better than Robinson in uh, Wizards training camp so far. And so we'll we'll see how this plays out with that final roster spot. Um, I don't know what uh, type of promises were made um, to players uh, coming into the offseason. I know that um, Justin Robinson uh, told the media members before the team went out to uh, their mini camp uh, for Las Vegas for summer league. He told reporters then that he and his agent turned down opportunities to be drafted other places because of 
you know, the contract that the the Wizards were set to offer him and, uh, you know, the opportunity that he would have to come in and play. Now, who knows of whether, you know, the Wizards may have promised his agent that he would be guaranteed to make the roster or maybe, you know, he's maybe he's going to be uh, willing to take the two-way contract, seeing as though, you know, he's a uh, he's still a developing uh, player as a rookie. I would be highly surprised if Chioza took the two-way contract. But then again, you never know. I, like I said, you never know what type of promises were made between the organization and their agents. Um, but I do know that there is a way that, the, I mean, the Wizards technically only have one roster spot left for the 15-man roster, and they do have one two-way contract available. And so, you know, if it were me, I would say that um, Chioza would have the edge right now at making the team just because, um, you know, Ish Smith is technically the only healthy point guard that's even practicing with the team right now. And so you look at Isaiah Thomas, who's still, you know, probably I'd say uh, a couple weeks away. Uh, because he still hasn't been cleared to make contact yet, and he's been doing a lot of work. He's not even doing shooting drills with his right hand. I mean, with his left hand yet, uh, with, with that broken thumb on his left hand. So I think that you know when you look at the team getting ready to play in Dallas next week, you know I think that they need a, a second point guard on the roster. And you know my best guess at this point would that it, it would be Chioza just because he's played the best and. He already, you know, he already has gone through training camp with the Wizards last year, and he played on the go-go last season, and he was called up to the Houston Rockets uh, at the end of last season, and he was on their playoff roster. And, you know, he also played on the, the, the Team USA select team, the same select team that whooped up on uh, the Team USA team before they went over to China. You know, they, 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 they had their hands full with – Guys like Chris Chioza, and I, I actually talked to Chris about this at a at a Wizards media day that you know the the uh, Team USA might have been better off sending over the, uh, the 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 Team USA select team full of you know G League players because just because you know this team had been together for an extended period of time under head coach Jeff Van Gundy and you know they knew how to play together and you know they're very comparable basketball players and they have NBA level basketball players on that team. And so when you look at, you know, uh, the advantage that some of these foreign countries have is the fact that, you know, they might not only have one or two NBA players, but they have a group of guys who have been playing and practicing together and have built up uh, a bit of team chemistry over a a, a longer period of time. And so, you know, the team USA might've been better off sending over team, uh, the select team and, uh, you know, Chris Chioza is a part of that. And so I think that, you know, just from an experience standpoint, I would be surprised if there was not a way that Chris Chioza was eligible to be on the, the Wizards roster to open up uh, the, the season October 23rd against the Dallas Mavericks. You know, whether that be that he's on the 15-man roster or whether he's uh, two-way contract eligible, which would make him uh, eligible to play in the season opener, just because the two-way contract players, uh, their 45 days that count towards them uh, being NBA players wouldn't even start until after uh, the Capital City Go-Go would go through their training camp. 
So, you know, there, there's still a roster move to be made, but the Wizards have begun at least uh, shaping out their uh, end of their roster. And uh, with, with, the, with the release of Justin Anderson, with the release of Jamario Jones, and, uh, you know, no, with, with the uh, release of Phil Booth. So we'll see how this all plays out. I'm excited. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, the the matchup uh, with with Robinson and Chioza uh, when the team plays the Philadelphia 76ers for their final preseason game. So I, I'll follow up with more uh, roster information then. But uh, these are conversations that you know I, I'm having on Twitter, and I'm more than welcome to have these conversations with you know other other Wizards bloggers and Wizards writers, and you know trying to you know, decipher uh, what exactly is the team is going to do. Just know that, you know, um, you know when, when they give media members the opportunity to come to practice, you go to practice, you're able to observe different things and you're able to talk to people within the organization. And so when you when you're able to do that, you're able to get more information to make educated decisions about what the team is going to do with their roster. And so that, as, as, a, as a person who's been at practice and has talked to people within the organization, you know, I, I just knew that, you know, pumping the brakes on saying Justin Anderson was going to be able to contribute this season was something that was necessary just because of, you know, the way that the roster was constructed and, and you know, th- being able to see him play and things that I've been hearing. I thought that, you know, that, that wasn't guaranteed at all. And so uh, the Wizards releasing him kind of kind of proves that point. But. You know, it, it's not to say that that's the last that we'll see of Justin Anderson. Uh, you know, he he's, he he um, you know showed a bit of professionalism, uh, especially with how he handled that Marcus Morris situation. You know, he he showed that he's a guy who's here to play basketball, and that you know he can keep his cool. And I think that you know he put himself in a position that if you know something happens, if CJ Mal re-injures himself or if Troy Brown can't come back healthy. And that, you know, if they need a small forward, that he's a guy that I 100% believe that the team would reach out to him and bring him in with confidence and let him play, you know, let, let him play with confidence. But as, a, as for right now, I think that, you know, it's probably more important for them to try to develop players like a, 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 a Justin Robinson and a Chris Chioza. You know, they, 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 I would rather them try to develop one of those guys into a potential backup point guard than to, you know, bring in a, a Justin Anderson, who we already know what he is. So, you know, there, there's still much more to come and, uh, you know, m- m- many more things to shake out uh, with the Wizards roster. But uh, uh, let, let's tune in to uh, things that are going on. I'll try to, if I hear some things and, you know, if I, if I talk to some people and, and you know, you know d- am able to come to an educated uh uh, prediction, then I'll, I'll, I'll speak on that. And, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll come to a resolution with the roster soon, but want to thank you guys for listening, uh, to another one of my solo shows. And I, I will be checking back in with more wizards news later on in the week.
wanna pull her like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I wanna pull her like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I've been plotting since I was a fetus Young PG legend like Gilbert Arenas Now I'm chilling back, giving advice I buy my girl shit, it don't matter the price They see that I'm taking, they try getting pants Label money, I just tell in advance I ain't cheating, I'm just trying to dance She just trying to have me up in the trance I'm in a struggle like fuck it. They just trying to make some buckets Love when I slap down my ones But it bounced like a ball when I struck it So if you ever see a real nigga like me Just let them live and just be how it be Go to the club with them two and you'll see that With a J, we be on the same team I wanna ball like the Wizards Know what I mean when I'm blowing on the net? Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I wanna ball out like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean when I'm blowing on the net? Girl, she went shot for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.